Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Let's talk about our favorite handcuffs next on Fantasy Football Today in 5. Welcome to FFT in 5. I'm Chris Towers. I'm here with Heath Cummings. And we're talking about handcuffs at the running back position. And Heath, they're, I think the classic definition of the handcuff is just the backup to a really good running back. But I, I think that that definition doesn't actually help us all that much when we're drafting our teams because you have to identify the right situations. You have to identify the right talents. You know, uh, an example of that would be like the Cincinnati Bengals last year. Joe Mixon missed a couple games. Samaj Pirine filled in and was pretty much a top 12 running back for both of the games that Joe Mixon missed. That's not always a guarantee. You know, we've seen Christian McCaffrey miss time. And, you know, like three years ago, Mike Davis was really good. And then two years ago when he missed time, Chuba Hubbard, wasn't really the must-start guy we hoped he would be. So it's often tough to identify it. And I'll just throw out a guy that I'm really starting to talk myself into, and I'm not even sure he counts as a handcuff because he might just be the starter in Philadelphia, but he's going 50 picks behind DeAndre Swift, and that's Rashad Penny, who, yes, we know he can't stay healthy, all of that. He's coming off the the broken fibula from last season. The thing about Rashad Penny is – One, I think he's just a better fit for this Philadelphia offense because he's just a fantastic rusher. DeAndre Swift has a lot of skills as a pass catcher, as a playmaker, but as a pure runner, probably isn't on the same level as Rashad Penny. And, you know, he got the first uh, rep with the first team. That's always nice to see at training camp, even if it doesn't actually mean all that much. But I just think there's a chance that we get into week one and Rashad Penny is the Miles Sanders in this offense, not DeAndre Swift. What do you think of that? I think that would preclude him from being the best handcuff if he did. Well, yeah, he's he's being back. drafted in the handcuffy range. I think so I'm kind of cheating here. The most difficult part about this exercise is the way the position and the usage has changed over the years. We have so many more backfields that are 60-40 or mm-hmm. 65-35 between two guys. But there were a couple of guys that popped up for me that do have small roles that I think could be really fantastic if the lead guy goes gets hurt. One of them, kind of similar to Penny, Elijah Mitchell, has a hard time staying healthy Mm -hmm. himself. But I think if Christian McCaffrey gets hurt, we should all expect Elijah Mitchell is going to get 20 touches a game until until he gets hurt. (laughs) And so Mitchell would probably be at the top. And again, another guy who's, I think, being drafted after Penny and pretty certainly behind McCaffrey, even if he's going to have 8 to 10 touches in games that McCaffrey plays. The other one, probably in a similar touch range when the starter's healthy, and that's Jalen Warren, mm-hmm. who was just flat out better at almost everything than Najee Harris last year. And there's been some talk this summer that they are going to get in the ball more. 
Yeah, there was also, I think around week six or week seven, there was a uh, a Mike Tomlin quote that, hey, we've got to get this guy the ball more. And I think Najee Harris's role only increased after yeah. that point. So that was really frustrating. Uh, I'll throw out another guy that feels like a classic handcuff, but there's a chance that he ends up pushing for a bigger role from week one and beyond is Zach Charbonnet. Yeah. The second round pick for the Seattle Seahawks. Obviously, Kenneth Walker had a very good rookie season, but there were some flaws in the profile. He was kind of boomer bust as a runner. He would get two Not yards, kind of. two yards, and then <laughs> 55 yards. You know, he was that kind of player. And I actually don't mind that if it means he's going to stay the starter. The concern is Zach Charbonnet being a second round pick the year after Kenneth Walker was picked. Does that mean that they're unhappy with Kenneth Walker? Does that mean that Zach Charbonnet has a chance to usurp Kenneth Walker? Those are the questions that make me a little wary of Kenneth Walker. But if anything happens to Kenneth Walker, I think Zach Charbonnet is well situated to be a potential top 12 running back in Seattle. Yeah, I think he's better at all the things that Ken Walker is not particularly good at. He's a much, much better pass catching profiler mm-hmm. than Walker does. I would expect he's going to be a short yard, better in short yardage, partially because of the size, partially because boom bust backs are not generally very good in short yardage so it might be a situation by the end of the year that ken walker stays healthy and charbonnet is still getting the most important touches in the offense i'll go from a a rookie to a guy who's probably gonna be backing up a rookie and that's tyler algier he was sure remarkable in the second half last year behind a falcons run offense that was surprisingly good and i think if something happens to Bijan, let's hope it doesn't then algier would be in a situation where he's getting 15 to 20 touches and probably a top 20 running back yeah, that's uh, that's another interesting situation because I, I do wonder what they're going to do with Cordero Patterson as well. He's been very effective in the when he's been able to be used in a limited role more specifically. So I wonder if there, we're going to see a little more creativity there and it's going to be there are going to be three running backs getting work in Atlanta. It's going to be really interesting to see. I, I would guess B. John Robinson's just going to be the guy, but there's at least a path there. And one more before we go. It's kind of similar to, t- to Zach Charmney, but Tank Biz- Bigsby, third-round pick for the Jacksonville Jaguars, might be another situation where he just compliments Travis Etienne. He he might take on a little more of the the inside the the tackles and and short yardage stuff. And you know the question there is: Does Travis Etienne's passing game role grow? Does Tank Bigsby have an opportunity there? But that's a situation where if anything happens to Travis Etienne, I do think Tank Biz- Tank Bigsby would be a very very good fantasy option and. Travis Etienne already did miss a full season with an injury, so that's something to uh, keep in mind as you're drafting both of those guys. But Tank Bigsby absolutely should be on your radar around the 100th pick and after in your drafts. And that's going to do it for FFT and 5. We'll see you tomorrow.